on this week's episode of The Pool. It's a new year, new podcast. So of course, we're talking some teasers in the news of things to come. And this wouldn't be The Pool unless we gave you an obscure look into what we're looking forward to as we approach the edge of 17. John, roll it! So your wedding photos finally came out. And I'm not going to lie. I was kind of waiting on them because I know that I look fly that day. So I was like, <laughs> let me see these wedding photos, please. Yeah, they dropped, um, Doug. <laughs> yeah, they did. And and it, I really I really only brought that up because I was curious now. Had, you're two months in, basically. Has the ring become less uh, less noticeable yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> I still... There's still, I still notice it, and um, I like, I kind of, I, I'm like finicky. I kind of play with it uh, a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's more, it's far more comfortable throughout the day. I, um, yeah, that's a, that's an odd question, Doc. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because you had made such a big point about how weird the ring felt initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. and so, I noticed in the pictures, like I was just like, oh, I wonder if he got used to that shit yet. Yeah, um, no, I definitely did to a degree. There's some, I don't know if, uh, did you like, did you only look at the pictures that like you were tagged in or did you? No, I literally this morning on my phone and it took forever to load because it would load like seven pictures and then have to load more. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I made it through every picture at this point. <laughs> I may have uh, not seen some of the party ones, but. There's some, there's some entertaining ones. There's some that I don't know that got published to like Facebook or something. So I have to. <laughs> Have to send you those. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's one of just like a picture of a bottle of Hennessy. I was like, I did see that. <laughs> what the hell is this? It's like an ad. Hey Hennessy, you yeah, want to sponsor really us? It looked like it belonged in like a Playboy magazine for like older grown men. <laughs> <or something. laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> this is sponsored by Aaron Hennessy. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. Um, so what's uh? What what you got on the news front this week for us, Danny? I got um I got a couple things. What re- I wanted to touch on real quick. I um I watched the first couple episodes of the OA. Have you start? Have you watched? Any oh, of that? I watched. I watched the first episode and I was confused because three quarters of the way through the episode, it made it seem like another episode was starting and it yeah. showed credits. Yeah, and then was... <laughs> it was ten minutes long and then it was over and it was the next one was episode two and I was like, What the fuck just happened? Right, right. Yeah, that kinda threw me for a loop too. I wasn't sure how I really felt about it, but um dude, it's tight. It's real tight. I'm like, That's three what everyone's saying. In. Um it's like I don't really know how to explain. I mean, the best way to describe it for those that ha- that know nothing about it, because like really the marketing didn't tell you anything about it. I think that's kind of what they were going for. But uh, basically, there's a girl. She was adopted. She was blind when she, she she goes missing for a long time, and when she comes back, she has her eyesight. That's really all I can really tell you without <laughs> ruining anything. Um, but it's yeah. it's sweet, man. Like I I'm enjoying it so far. That was one. That was probably like one of the first. First things of 2017 I got into. You know? Apparently, it has a huge uh, what the fuck ending. So does it? That's yeah. kind of the biggest reason I want to watch it because everyone's. It's literally I've seen people that have been like, I love the ending. It was so crazy, and then other people that were like, 
fucking don't waste your time yeah. the show is so good but then the ending ruins the whole thing and like those types of things i'm always yeah. like now i have to see exactly it. anytime there's that divide you know it's good television yeah like, <laughs> and that's kind of like uh with since eight like i want to watch i've never watched that yet yeah um, neither have i and my dad who who's a super conservative dude was talking about how the first season was basically a bunch of like gender bending stuff, but he still liked the show. So I was like, if That's this dude can still dig the show despite that stuff, um, I, I say that stuff like it's gross. Right. I don't care. <laughs> but like, um, despite that being uh, his what his beliefs are, I was like, I gotta watch this show because everybody yeah. else loved the show. So I gotta watch it still as well because season two just dropped. So. Just dropped. Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. So. Uh, but yeah, so news. Um, they announced that the Cars Three trailer uh, is going to drop during the college football championship. So next week, that uh, Ohio State is not going to. Yeah, because they're f- terrible. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry Man, for your loss. I saw hey, I saw a meme online and it said how many points did Ohio State score in the playoffs, and it was just their symbol. Just the red O. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Kill him. <laughs> I was kind of mad at Urban for that. I won't get into sports, but yeah. he just—he fucking <laughs> needed to make some lineup changes that game, but it didn't happen anyway. <clears throat> but we've touched on, uh, yeah. So we've touched on that movie a little bit. I think this is this is gonna be. I, I don't want to say it's gonna be a make or break movie for Pixar, but they need a win here because their last couple movies haven't done very well and. Cars 2 was their worst movie in terms of like numbers and reception overall. So I think they kind of need a win here, but we'll see what the trailer I th- like we touched on earlier. Um you know the the posters look kind of uh, a little bit darker, a little bit uh, more intense. So yeah. we'll see if they stick with Wait, that, but you 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 kind of glossed over Finding Dory was a commercial success. Oh uh, yeah, 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 you're right. Success. Sorry. And actually that's that ties into one of my other newscasts for today. Oh, okay. Um, so actually, we'll uh, I'll skip to that one. Uh, you're right. Uh, good call out. Um, <clears throat> Rogue One, officially the second highest grossing film of 2016, which is insane if you think about the fact that it only comes out, it came out the last month of the year. Yeah. So it's uh, by by today. This is Monday the second, right? By today, yeah. it was projected to have exceeded 441 million, um, and Finding Dory was the number one of the year, 486 million. Now we're talking like summer blockbuster compared to a movie that only had what three weeks thus far. That's, yeah, that's just nuts, dude. Um, but what I found more interesting was number three was Civil War at like 408 or something. So. All three movies owned by Disney, dude. They're just yeah. they're just like shelling out the cash, dude. Just yeah, like <laughs> money making machine. Uh, I'm sure. What was, was four? Uh, fucking Suicide Squad. Mm, I don't actually even remember. I don't. It, it very well. Could it have probably been. was in your memory. Blocked it out for the. Yeah, show. just I block out everything that has to do with that movie. <laughs> um. Uh, so, speaking of December, well, this kind of ties it. Man, we're segueing nice. Look at this. Uh, so, <laughs> Han Solo solo film um, has, a fish, ha, has a tentative official. Is that a thing? I don't know. That makes no sense. But. <laughs> uh, they said it's rumored to come out December the 13th 
of 2018. So it'll it'll again be another December blockbuster for uh, Disney. So nice. I'm I'm excited for that movie, dude. Like I didn't. I thought initially when they announced it, I thought this was a movie they didn't need. Like uh, I think there's better stories to tell. But you get Donald Glover on board. I'm, I was literally I'm about to say, literally, the biggest reason people want to see that movie right now is for Lando Calrissian. Yeah, dude. I'll, hell yeah. Sign me up. Lando and young Chewie, I'm all about it. I mean, I could kind of care less about young Han, and I realize the whole movie's going to be about him, but <laughs> I'm still going to see I mean, it. young Chewie is just going to be Chewie from fucking episode three or whatever, two or three. I just... I, I, he's... Young Chewie, I feel like Chewie just brings that heart, that like humor to you know Star Wars in the past at least. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> last bit of news I got. It's been kind of quiet just with the new year and everything, the holidays. Um, but uh, <clears throat> Jeff Johns teased a new DC show. So he tweeted out something that said. Um, yeah, it had like the name of each one of his uh, current CW shows. You know, fucking Supergirl and Flash and all all of them. Um, and then he said, "And more to come, soon to be announced very shortly," or something something to that effect. And I just thought, like, is it too much at this point? Like, what what are your thoughts on that, dude? Do I mean, you, shit. do we need another one? I wouldn't mind another one, but at this point, CW needs to make a network of just superhero shows. Like, if right? that's going to be the case, like, I mean, you're going to have five but, shows, dude. You got television every day of the week, like, and they and they could do it because they could fucking syndicate every WB uh, superhero show that they've ever done. Um, right? Yeah. Then they, I mean, even things that aren't current in their current even, uh, even like animated stuff too yeah the animated stuff and they could run superhero movies like legitimately and that that network i feel like would get good ratings as well so warner brothers that's an opportunity there that i'm sure somebody's talking about i don't know that they'll do it but i think it's a marketable opportunity um or even like, just like a, an app you know what i mean like an on-demand oh yeah, shit, app yeah. at all time you pay like eight bucks a month and you just see everything dc ever yeah I don't I don't know though like at this point what Jeff Johns is going to bring in because he's done he hasn't done like obscure heroes but but some of them he has like if you go ask somebody walking down the street about Hawkman they're not going to know who Hawkman is now if right. you know about comic books and Hawkman is not obscure at all um he's just not like a layman's superhero oh, um, he's a little bit more known now with the whole like uh legends Sure. Well, yeah, and that's sort of like what I was getting at. Like before that, then he was a little more obscure to your layman on the street. So I'm wondering right. if Jeff Johns is going to take that approach again and take a hero that like comic book people know about and the regular person doesn't, or if he's going to straight go for broke this time and be like, you know what, fucking, I'm going to make a Batman Beyond show. I'm going to put Terry McGinnis in the live action. Like that would be kind of sick. Well, um, well I like and what we talked about in the past, like I, I want to see them start to bridge the gap a little bit more between their television and movies. And I, I would like to see like a Green Lantern uh, universe movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be Hal Jordan. Like give me some give me another lantern. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, give me a show about just the corpse themselves. Something something like that. I mean, that, I think that would be kind of dope. Um, That's a show I think they could do because 
I don't think that it requires too much, like, I don't think the special effects for Green Lantern need to be, like, cinematic, realistic quality because they're all, like, projections of his mind anyway. So they could do a TV show where a guy walks or, or flies around creating crazy things with his mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd buy it. I mean, it'd be fucking, it'd be fun. Now, he would whoop the shit out of every current superhero they have in their universe with powers <laughs> like that. But, um, yeah, it would be yeah cool, you're probably right. <laughs> um, yeah, so. But, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah all right. the, that's all the news I really got. Um, like I said, so, it's been kind of quiet, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cause everyone's, everyone's on their holiday break. Speaking of holiday break, I was trying to find over the holiday break, I went up to Ohio, as I mentioned last week, and uh, I went to the bookstore when I first got there because I was looking for uh, King Killer Chronicles because you were talking about how they're making a movie or whatever. I couldn't so find good. the books. Um, no? And then it dawned on me, like, once I got back, I was like, I don't have the fucking time to sit down and read these books anyway, regardless. Um, I mean, we established they're like 900 pages or something. That's what I'm saying. That's a <laughs> but lot you, of time. You ever listen to any books? You got any, like, audio books or anything? Uh, in the past, I've listened to a few. Um, well, John, I think I might, I think, I think we might have just the thing for you. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, I think we might. Uh, so if, and, and these books are actually available on this website. Oh, shit. Audible.com. I don't know if Audible. you're familiar with Audible.com. I've heard Audible. of Audible.com. Could you describe it a little bit so more? Audible.com is the the Webster's of all things audiobooks. If it's out if it's a book, it's out there. They got it. They got Kill King Killer Chronicles. They got all the Lord of the Rings. They got all the Star Wars books that you've always wanted to read but your parents would never buy them for you when you were a kid. Anything you've ever wanted to read. All of your Stephen King books that I know you love, John. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. them. Um so and, I could Go ahead. I, so so what you're saying is like I could go on this website and I could just I could like download a book and listen to it so I didn't have to like invest the time into reading it. Absolutely. So I could, Absolutely. I could I could sit at work and listen to the book rather than read it. Save you time. So Damn. basically it's a, it's a subscription service. You sign up uh they have they have a monthly subscription plan. You pay monthly. However, John I got something else for you. You go oh, on to audibletrial.com slash the pull network. Okay. Audibletrial.com slash the pull network. The pull your, network. All right. Your first month is free. The, oh, what do you think shit. about that? You get on I, there, I'm, I'm go to the it. link, I'm... sign up. First month's free. You're listening to the King Killer Chronicle right away. Yo, Boom. everybody, check, check this out. Danny just saved all of you a lot of time for the next month that book you've wanted to read over the holidays and you can't and now you're into your new year's grind at the gym because you know you're all trying to get healthy now you can listen <laughs> to the books instead so uh so save a tree and uh catch yourself an audiobook at audible.com backslash the pool network yeah not gonna lie it, it helps support the show you know um, build some build some feedback uh, some positive reviews. So check it out. I've, I've actually been a subscriber for a long time, and um, I had gone through a phase where I was doing a lot more reading and hadn't actually been listening, so I had accumulated some credits um, of books that I had to download. And so the other day, dude, I just started just 
going in, I got like six books, and so that's hey. just all I've been listening to every day on the way to work. So there it's you pretty, go. It's pretty tight. So audibletrial.com dot com slash the pull network. Check it out. All right. <coughs> uh, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So. We are going to segue now into a new segment that we're going to have from time to time. And uh, we don't really have an official name for it, but I'm going to go ahead and pull an old Blue's Clues and say that it's mail time. Mail time. What you got for Boom. me? Nailed we got some, some letters in the in the uh, pole cave? Yeah, so I got one. I know you got one, too. So we're, got, we're hitting y'all with a double feature today. <laughs> uh, I got one from a, a fella named Jacob. Um, let's see. Uh, Jacob has apparently been listening to all of our episodes, so we appreciate that, Jacob. So let's go ahead and give a read of his letter. Um, I'll skip this first part, kind of just formalities. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, maybe... Oh, okay. Uh, you're keeping the dream alive. Maybe now I can afford an extremely unnecessary bidet for John as a Christmas present this year. That's uh, It's not unnecessary, Jacob. Uh, John, you're wrong. XCOM is easy. He must have written this uh, last month. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't make me have to scrub you Riot Shield style on the air. Hashtag make you look like... Uh, Ezra Miller haircut. Oh, little Fantastic <laughs> Beast right there. Okay. Oh, and then he goes on to say, Fantastic Beast was incredible. You guys are undoubtedly on point with most of the judgments you made in regards to the movie. Barr claiming it was the best Potter Universe film. Parentheses, John. Yo, man, I just feel how I feel. That isn't blasphemous, though, and it's <laughs> arguable, but realistically, hashtag kick rocks. That being said, this guy, I do believe that it was indeed the best in a plethora of different aspects, such as pacing, acting, and of course, visuals. But J.K. Rowling's Deathly Hallows resolve is perfection. Yates definitely took what he did best in the Harry Potter films and relayed the message to Facebook. Hashtag Dumbledore Voldemort battle. I agree with you on the obscurious commentary as well. Although I'll say this, the second time watching the uh, movie, I came around full circle in my opinion on the matter, especially everything involving Grindelwald. You're right, the film really capitalizes on the magic and the universe that made Harry Potter everything that it is, and it was so great to be back in the cinematic wizarding world again, especially with such entertaining characters. I can't wait to see Newt continue to be a beast, as well as finding them, and I'm as well as finding them, and I'm stoked to watch what Yates and Rowling do with the rest of the animals, characters, and concepts in Fantastic Beasts. Well, thanks, Jake, and he has a little. P.S. here. Uh, P.S. Danny, you suck at every type of game, not just fighting, especially <laughs> Halo. Wow. Come get come get BXR'd. I don't know what that means, and I'm a gamer. P.S.S. <laughs> I, name, I named my... Uh, oh, man. That's weird. I'm not going to read that. Um, and then <laughs> the last thing <laughs> he says, uh, P.S.S.S.S. I have no idea what the fuck XCOM is. All right, so there we go. So, Jacob, <laughs> we got a really weird letter bookended by a lot of shit talk in the middle. He's giving us his review of Fantastic Beasts. If y'all missed that episode, go Long, back and check that out. Long-winded um, review, Jacob. I mean, next time you want to talk shit, just get to the point, man. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> just yeah. hash it out. <laughs> I mean, if if you're really such a fan of this show, you know how how little we like talking. This is a very short, abrupt podcast, about five minutes each. So if you can just cut to the chase <laughs> next time, so we don't have to deal with all of this 
crap. Oh, he added the he added the hashtag dicks out for Harambe. Hopefully he's not one of the 10,000 people that voted for Harambe. If so, we're coming for you, Jacob. Um, <laughs> but as always, we appreciate anybody's feedback. Thanks for writing us, Jacob. We're going to hand it over to Danny now because he's got something special for you folks as well. Yep, yep. So I got a letter from a close friend of ours, um, longtime listener of the show, uh, the one and only Pizza Face, a.k.a. Snuffleupagus, a.k.a. Andrew. Uh, so, Andrew, um, again, uh, I'll skip the initial part where he basically just says we're the best podcast on air. Um, but he goes on to say, uh, what I appreciate about the Pull Network, y'all keep me in the loop. Like many Americans, like many American people, spare time is next to nada for me. So the pull is my jam when I'm cooking, cleaning, driving. Well, you could be listening to audible.com. That's audible trial slash. Sorry. All right. Anyway, uh, so rather than scrolling through social media feeds, I'm hearing about what people are creating through a much less pretentious context with far less drama and with more to laugh at. It's refreshing. However, I will say the conversation tends to wander a bit, especially when we get super long-winded letters, Jacob and Andrew. No, it's cool, though. Uh, He said, I'm personally cool with the conversation, um, but uh, you guys could maybe keep it at an hour. Um, Well, we appreciate the feedback, Andrew. You demand, though. Um, Third, y'all think well on the stuff I do keep up with when I'm not living under a rock. Uh, example, Fantastic Beasts. Y'all are killing the game analytically, which leads to my last point. <clears throat> Since plenty of talk about buttholes, perfect or imperfect, rinsed or not rinsed, clearly fits <laughs> into the category of whatever the fuck, uh, music could fit in too, right? This might be a little late, but listening to Awaken My Love was a trip for me. I love to hear y'all break the album down if you've got time on an upcoming episode, and if y'all don't have room on the docket, no worries at all. <clears throat> Looking forward to hearing back from y'all, and keep doing your thing, gents, with the sincerest love. Yeah, boy. That's literally how he signed it. Y-A-B-O-I. Uh, Andrew. So we appreciate that, Andrew. Hey, Andrew, and, um, we appreciate that. Uh, so shout-outs to Andrew. And, yeah, you know, I um, y- y- there's a lot of times when, like, we do this podcast, right, and – immediately following the episode like i'll text uh i'll text john and i'll be like shit dude i forgot this i wanted to say this i wanted to talk about this and last week was one of those weeks for me and it in particular it was awaken my love so awaken my love is the newest album from childish gambino for those of you that are living under a rock um yeah. to take andrew's sent, um you know words there but um <clears throat> I wanted to give uh, like a like a what do they call those when you're not first but it, like a a high praise what do they call it what are, what's the I word I'm searching for I don't know what the hell you're trying to say a, right uh, now. anyways I, I wanted to I wanted to shout it out because it it really did it was hard not to say that that was an album of the year before me um, it's just so good man because I went into that album thinking. We're going to get another Childish Gambino, you know, hip-hop record, which I'm totally cool with. I love Childish Gambino, right? I love his past records. I think that'd be tight. And then it just hit me with this soul-funk 70s acid trip that I was not expecting. And it's just, yeah. it's so good, dude. The The instrumentals are phenomenal. Um, the fact that that's all him singing, there's like, the, he uses next to no auto-tune throughout the entire album. I mean, he's got a dude. He's got a a song where the main hook 
is a wooden flute. Like, who does that, dude? Like, it's just it's so so dope to me. I, I loved it. What'd you think of it? You like that album? Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think that uh, I, I have to agree with some sentimental reviews where it's like, despite the fact that he's not using like uh, things to alter his voice. And, you know, I, I can do some of the things that he's doing on there. And to that point, like that's kind of he's not stretching his voice. He's not doing things that like are. Aretha Franklin would sit there and be like, "Oh my God, he's so much better than me!" Like, you know, his his voice isn't doing like these incredible, incredible Adele, Aretha Franklin, like all these great vocalists. He's not going that hard, but he, right. it's still honest and it's fun. And sometimes it sounds a little funny, and it kind of kind of juxtaposes what's going on with the track of the lyrics. Um, but it works. It's funky. Um, I think that's definitely what he's going for is that '70s funk and soul and R&B sound. Um, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and clearly to relate it back to the black experience, which is very evident given the cover of the album, um, is is such a tribal, right. um, tribal thing, tribal image. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was a good album. So uh, thanks for thanks for bringing that up so we could touch on it real quick. Andrew. Yeah, appreciate that. Look, uh, look forward to hearing more from you. And, and again, so if anybody else has got anything, if you want to write us something. Read it on air. We don't care. Positive, yeah. negative. Yeah. Hey, I, I prefer the negative. Like, bring it on. I'm cool with that. Yeah, hey. You know? no, if you got but don't, don't pull say, a Jacob. Like, if you want to talk negative, just get to the point, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, we, don't, like we, don't, we don't need four pages worth. But, like, yeah. if you just hey, want Jacob. to say, hey, pull network, you suck. Cool. I'll read that. That's whatever, dude. <laughs> hey, Jacob, next time, do me a favor. Go ahead and read your letter onto an audio track and upload it on Audible so I can check it out when I have time. <laughs> <laughs> during that free month trial audibletrial.com slash the pull network so uh i want to move on i want to hit on our main topic for the day all right i'm excited this? about this I'm, I'm pretty pumped on it too so mostly because i have the, no clue what's about to happen <laughs> so keeping with the trend of last week last week we talked about our best of worst of everything 2016 so this week naturally Ready for it? Drum roll. You're never going to see this one coming. We're talking everything 2017. It's a new year. So we're bringing up. So we're talking uh, some of our most anticipated, uh, whether that be uh, some things we're most looking forward to or some things we're not. Is that a is that a thing? Can you be anticipate? Can you be anticipating something to do badly? I guess Um, so, right? I, I think you can. I think that you can say look at like the market and say I don't think this is going to do good. Okay. All right. Just I, I, I anticipation tends to have that positive tone. I didn't want to think like. Anyway, so we're talking 2017. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, <clears throat> I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna fire off some things. Um, I like it. And you you let me know what you got in mind. All right. So shoot me. And and as opposed to last week, I. Although I came up with this list, I didn't put much time into my answers. So, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I might struggle a little bit, but I got I got some things in mind. So we'll start hey, off. We're with organic the big... here at the podcast, if nothing else. So. Hey, hey. Um, so we'll start off with the big one, the biggest one for me. Most okay. anticipated movie that you're looking forward to of 2017. Damn. Right out the gate, you were hey. like, "All right, um, uh, we're not bearing the lead on this one." Most anticipated movie looking forward to in 2017. Um, dang, dude. You know what? It's between two things. Um, one, both are kind of for nostalgic reasons. So I hate to be the guy that pulls the tie card, um, but it's it's going to be Alien Covenant and Star Wars Episode Eight. 
Mm. Both solid. Yeah. Looking f- I'm really looking forward to both of those, dude. Yeah. Um, I, c- I think for me, what I'm most looking forward to is probably Justice League. Just because, and I know we're getting a Wonder Woman movie before that, but I feel like they just, they let me down so much with their last, like, group movie that um, I'm looking forward to see how they get back on track. Because I think, I honestly believe that Wonder Woman is going to be the writing of the ship. Because for those of you not in the know, Wonder Woman is the first um, Warner Brothers produced movie since this relaunch of, you know, their DC Universe or what have you, that Jeff Johns has been the creative control over everything um, DC movies. Um up until that point, the movies had already been in production or were already out before he actually got the job. So I think Jeff Johns being the, the DC writer, you know, genius that he is, I don't think he's going to continue to let these subpar movies go out. So I think Wonder Woman is going to start to get us back on track. Um, and then Justice League's truly going to start to, you know, we're going to start to see some quality movies. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But um, <clears throat> So next up... Uh, and I guess this is kind of uh, this is this doesn't really make sense based on my last answer. But uh, comic book movie you're looking forward to the most? I mean, they could over they could overlap. And real quick, uh, this isn't going to divert too far because we are talking about comic book movie. Real quick, did you see today that Ben Affleck came out and tried to like deter us from thinking that uh, he was making the standalone Batman movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like this motherfucker. That, <laughs> Why? I don't understand the the logic behind it, dude. <laughs> just chill out. Um, so most anticipated comic book movie. Okay. Um, I would say <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Hell yeah, yeah, that looks dope. Dude, we're gonna get have another year of some sick comic book movies, dude. Yeah, it's, we're even it's gonna get ridiculous. a good X Men movie with Logan. Like we haven't had a good one of those since like. 1998 dude like oh I'm, that'll be that'll be great too i think that movie might make me cry but yeah uh, we're getting some shit. good ass comic book movies but mine's um I, I mean obviously based on my last response i think i have to say justice league uh, but i'm gonna say dude because this movie seems like it's gonna be far more comic booky if that's a word uh thor ragnarok is like neck and neck dude because is that 2017 yeah dude yeah so we still haven't seen shit from it nah Nah, so, uh, and they confirmed, I think it was like today or just recently, they confirmed that Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor Ragnarok. That's kind of Well, tight. I mean, the I mean they left you, kind yeah, of. but he, they officially like announced it, so that's kind of cool, yeah. but it just looks dope, man, like everything that has come out, because they, well, they did drop like a Comic-Con trailer, but it was only if you were at Comic-Con, they kind of keep it hush, but you're going to see fucking Thor going up against Hulk and just the, the title looks like super 80s metal. It looks yeah. It looks tight, man. I'm looking forward I, to it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm surprised neither of us said Spider-Man, but at the same time it's like we've seen so many Spider-Man movies and not that I think this one will be like those movies, but it's like at this point it's like I'm very excited for Spider-Man, but I'm not over here like right. biting my fingernails off. Yeah, I'm with it. you. I'm with you on that. Um <clears throat> best uh Highly anticipated sequel movie of 2017. So an IP that is already oh, we've man. already gotten some um, of. So I'll kind of try to do what you just did and not um, not repeat myself, even if those answers can kind of overlap. Um, I didn't think about Guardians being a sequel, even I just was excited about it. Um, 
sequels coming out in 2016. Shit. Um, 17, dog. 17. 2017. Damn. <laughs> Top of the time it, Be honest. Quick. It's Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, shit. I, know I forgot. It. I know it. You nailed No, that. it's Triple X. I know it. Oh, my God. We have a running joke about Triple X in my house right now. It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'll go ahead and say that uh, Thor Ragnarok's a safe bet for me in that category. Um, because, like, you, the, the exact points that you just touched on, and then I've read that it's going to have kind of a pulpy sci-fi vibe on top of that 80s thing. And as we were talking about before we started right. recording. Anybody um, who's listening kind of, to this knows you're all about the yeah. 80s I, i'm yeah that and i'm kind of on this pulpy sci-fi kick reading fear agent right now so right um that'll be kind of cool so yeah that, that'll be mine tight tight mine's uh mine's hands down episode eight um i mean yeah i'm just uh I'm, i don't really have to justify that answer but i'm, I'm yeah luke skywalker it. that's all that's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. right or ray skywalker or ray kenobi nah she's Ooh. neither of those dog she's neither She's a Kenobi, dude. She. We're not gonna get into this podcast for another day. Um, new TV show, so not like something that's in existing. Something brand new for 2017. I think I know what okay. you're gonna say, but um, I I I feel like you think you know what I'm gonna say, and you may be right after I sit here and think about it for a second, um, but. Uh, it is really the only thing that I can think of that's brand new off the top of my head is, is taboo, I guess. Um, yes, but I, that's only because I can't think of anything brand new that's coming on. So I, I'll say taboo. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's, um, I, I'm, I'm with you just because again, I don't, I don't know of a ton of stuff. I do know of a couple things that are coming out. Um, but this just this just is really piquing my interest so far, just with the marketing. Um, it looks super dark. I love Tom Hardy, you know, majority of stuff that he's in. And, you know, it's one of those shows, and I've, I've expressed on this show before, that it, they don't really show you what it's all about too much. Yeah, you know? all, and all so, I really know is that he died and he's come back from the dead and he now has a like, open gateway to communicate with the dead. It's like what uh, I it, gather. It looks um it looks sick. I'm 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 really looking forward to it. So that and that actually comes up next week, dude. We're getting that in a hurry. Yeah. January tenth. We're like a week out a week from tomorrow. So that's yeah. that's pretty tight. Um and then uh follow up T V show. So uh like the next season of an existing show that you're already into. Um in twenty seventeen, I can't remember what is and isn't coming back because i know there's certain things that just aren't going to be back like um like fargo year three i thought was originally going to be 2017 but um they're still casting some people so i don't think that'll be back um i would venture to say that preacher is going to be back but i'm not 100 percent um so tentatively we'll say preacher um but if that is not correct, then um, I think it is coming back. Um, well, let me take a look. Dude. Yeah, if it's for sure. Yeah, coming back. yeah, they said 2017 according okay, to IMDb. Then you, so then, then yeah, it, it'll be 
preacher, but just as a just as an asterisk, if it's not, then I'll say Ash versus the Evil Dead season three. Solid, solid. Yeah. Um, preacher's high up there for me. I, I uh, there's a lot of things that are kind of neck and neck on this for me. Um, we're gonna get preacher. We're gonna get the last f- um, final season of Bloodlines at some point. Oh, you know what um, we're also going to get in case uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things is just about to mention that. We're going to get, um, and I'm not so much excited for this year's season, but probably 2018's, but we're going to get the first half of the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff I'm super excited about. Um, so I think of of those mentioned, I'd probably, I'd pr- I'd probably have to say Stranger Things. Um just because that first season was just magical. I don't at the same time though I'm kind of skeptical cuz I'm like, you know, are they going to be able to 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 capture that same that same kind of nostalgia, that same not that I was alive in the 80s cuz it definitely wasn't, but that same just <laughs> magic that they had. I mean, those kids were brilliant, dude, like and they're yeah. just hilarious. I but the part of that show that I love so much is that it was fresh and brand new and nothing had been done like that before. Now I've seen it, so they're going to really have to you have to bring it, but I know that I feel like that's the type of show that they can. So that's yeah, I agree. It's gonna be my go-to. Um, the mo- your most anticipated comic book coming out this year. So that can be like an existing; it doesn't have to be new. Um, really, just whatever, I guess. Um, real quick, I do want to point out that uh, fucking uh, Iron Fist is also coming out in 2017. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would ca- I would count that as even a follow up in a way. Well, because yeah. it because it ties in the whole universe. But. Yeah. Um. Oh, and we get fucking part two of the get down. Um, oh, dude. Yes. And yeah. that's the la- that's the last because uh, they're only making uh, that one season, right? So that these two. Have. That was the rumor. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so expensive. Um. Since we're pretty ahead of time on the podcast, I I do want to ask a quick question, real quick. Have you watched? Um. I this might not be the correct name, but I think it is. Uh. Any episodes of the history of hip hop on Netflix yet? The evolution of hip hop. Evolution. And yes, I have. I watched it all, dude. Loved it. Uh, I've watched one episode so far. It was tight. It's so dope, dude. And another. Um. For all you hip hop heads, is another. Dope documentary, dude. Like this blew me away. Um, <clears throat> called uh, the Stretch and Bobito show, or it might yeah, just yeah, call, be called Stretch it, and Bobito. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm f- I'm familiar with what the show is, just being a hip hop head, and like you know hearing about it. Um, but obviously I wasn't alive when that show was really like in its time and like doing the thing. Um, but it it was a it was amazing to me that like it's just two dudes. One's a tall like um, I think he's like Swedish or something, and he's he's not his parents aren't a hundred percent American. Just uh, super tall, lanky, pale as can be, white dude. And the other dude, um, you know, he's like Spanish, white mixed dude. Um, and they they basically they just they grew up in new york um and the college section of downtown and they decided they they met each other one time and decided they both love hip-hop decided they were going to start a radio show so stretch fantastic dj bobito kind of the personality and what was what blew my mind was like hip-hop is just such a thing that's predicated so much on not to get like too political but you know you know the the history of of african americans in hip hop and all this and then here's these two dudes that literally changed 
the history of hip-hop that have nothing to do with that, man. And they just had so much respect from everybody. We're talking like they had Biggie on at 16 before anybody knew he was. Yeah. Nas, Jay-Z. Anyways, that's for, that's another another podcast. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> on a tangent, but, dude, it's phenomenal. Check it out. So good. Um, so, yeah, to get down, we're going to get that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, looking uh, forward to it. Um, so, so you just book. brought up comic book, a most anticipated comic book. Um, huh. Um, something that's not currently running. Um, no, it can be, it could be something that's, that's okay. going on. Um, you know, I don't, so obviously my favorite comic book series has come to an end. Um, and I don't read deadly class as it's running. Um, Dude, you know what I didn't pick up? Fuck. I mess I I haven't picked up um Jonathan Hickman's Frontiers yet. Um mm. and I'm now like 2 months behind. But um I'm going to go with and this might be a strange one. I, I, we haven't talked about this, so I'm not sure if you knew it was happening, but uh RL Stein's man thing. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you you might have taken my uh, you might have taken my pick, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like when I when I saw him post he was doing a comic book I was like what he was like but he couldn't announce it and then when he announced it I was like hell yeah the fucking counterpart to Swamp Thing in Marvel I'm about that yeah dude yeah that looks sick um that was that was up there for me but to avoid uh avoid picking the same thing um I would have to say I'd have to say the 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 finishing up of Scott Snyder and Capullo, Greg Capullo, or excuse me, Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire's um, AD after death. Like, I don't know if you had a chance to read those so far. There's only two I didn't out. finish the first issue, but honestly, bro, I'm struggling with it, man. Really? Not in a sense that, like, I think it's bad, but it's it's like a heavier book. And just, like, sometimes I'm not in the mood for reading that type of shit <laughs> like it's just every time i go to read it i'm just like man this is just more depressing every time i pick it up that's 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 jeff's style his art style like caters to that like to the t you know what i mean like like his just the way that he draws people they're just naturally look so like depressing <laughs> yeah um but i i love his i love his his art style uh, oddly enough um, and Scott Snyder is phenomenal. That book's really good, dude. Like, I, I really enjoy it. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm excited for that are existing. Um, Saga, of course, uh, that we've mentioned. Um, yeah. Uh, Southern Bastards. I'm really looking forward to see where that goes this year. So, um, I kind of hope Southern Bastards isn't something that, like, that Jason Aaron, like, keeps going and going i hope he has an end goal for it because it's such a good story that i want it to be one of those confined stories that i can go back to and read over a weekend time and time again right right yeah it's um i would think so i mean because like you said it's it's pretty it's a pretty tightly woven story at least thus far so um it feels like it would have an end game but you know what do i know it could just be the magic of storytelling john um so, uh, video game, what video game are you most excited for? Dang. Um, you know, I, this is brand new video game, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, 
Shit, what are some... I, I honestly am not 100% sure what brand new IPs are coming out. I, I kind of want to play, and I don't know if it's already out, and I don't have a PlayStation, but the thing that has piqued my interest most is... Um, shit, what's that game called on PlayStation where it's the 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 like giant robot dinosaurs and shit? Alright, so this is officially the podcast where John just uh, picks everything that I'm going to say before I actually <laughs> say it. <laughs> so, I mean, you could give a more so insight about, into it. I'm just going to start my own podcast without John. You All right, know you know what? I can, that's not my most anticipated. I just wasn't sure if this one's coming out. So my most anticipated is that Kojima game with fucking Daryl Reedus and uh, Matt Mickelson. What's it called? Yeah, Death something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, that looks that look, Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen. Um, yeah, that, look, that looks tight. Um, Benicio del Toro. Is it? Yeah, you said Guillermo del Toro. That's he's a director. Yeah, but I thought he has something to do with this. No. Oh, maybe he does, and I didn't know it. I have to look into that. Could have sworn he did. Test me on that. Google it. Um, my my most anticipated, at least uh, at the present time, it's funny, dude. You do all these, you do like these best of lists, and you always get the stuff from the latter part of the year, and then you do like your most anticipated. It's everything that's coming out the next two months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my most anticipated that's coming out before March um, is going to be Zero Horizon Dawn. That's the game that John was alluding to. Um, it basically just looks like an open world Tomb Raider where you're fighting these. Like, they look prehistoric because they're, like, dinosaur shapes, but they're f- super futuristic, like, robot dinosaurs. It looks looks tight. looks real dope. Yeah. So, um, I already got that pre-order. I'm pretty excited about it. So, <clears throat> see what that's all about. It's, oh, um, dude, you're right. I didn't put two and two together that that fat guy in the trailer was Guillermo del Toro. Holy shit. Damn, Don. Try and, Damn. Try and call me out on something again, Don. And I called him Daryl. I called him Daryl Reedus. I mixed his real name with his character's name. So I'll, uh, I'll be taking applications for co-hosts if anybody's interested. Fucking holy shit! And I'm just drinking water tonight. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Um, um, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited for both those games. That gets an honorable mention for me as well as. Um, well, this will tie into the next category, but uh, video game sequel. So something that's already out. Are you looking forward to? Do like expansions count? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's our show. Um, we do what we want. I'll uh, I'll say that I am really looking forward to the the next set of additions that they're adding to um to Diablo three. Um, they're throwing okay. in they're throwing in the necromancer. Um, and I, and I don't know if there's gonna full on add more uh story mode missions but uh at the very least it'll be fun to run through the game as the necromancer um and my pc has been fucked up so i'm just gonna go ahead and buy the game for xbox so i can rebuild my monk who's ridiculous but anyway uh that'll be my pick i was i'm surprised you didn't go with um a game that i know this i'm sure this probably slipped your mind um, I'm su- I'm really surprised you didn't go with Red Dead Redemption too. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> John said, "Scrap everything I just said." Yeah, <laughs> I need Shit. to get drunk because I can't think of anything. That's just the most anticipated. <laughs> everything that that wins bottoms yeah. up. <laughs> uh, that's definitely highly anticipated for uh for me too. But I think my, more more high. I don't know. What I'm trying to say, but 
thing I'm looking forward to more. We are uh, too is, sober, ladies and gentlemen. Too sober. <laughs> thing I'm looking forward to more is probably Halo Wars Two. Um, I'm a huge Halo fan, so as you can probably tell from that letter from Jacob, come at me with a BR, bro. See what happens. Um, oh, battle rifle! It all makes sense. <laughs> um, so like, um, <clears throat> but in Halo Wars, on some real nerd level stuff, um, me and an old buddy of mine, we we were ranked like uh, within like the top like thirty in the world in the first Halo Wars. Um, so I put some time and effort into that game. Uh, so I'm needless to say, I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, did you play the uh, the beta for it or whatever? I did not. I didn't. I see because I'm the type of person where if I play a beta or a demo. I'm I'm less excited about it, not because it's bad, but because I already know what it is going into it. Like I, I enjoy getting the game at midnight. I enjoy like the the build up to it. You know what I mean. So I yeah. I just want to see a trailer for it. Maybe watch like some gameplay. I don't want to see a review. I don't want to play a beta. I just want to get the game and experience it for myself, um, all at once. Not just like a part of it and then have to wait a couple months. Cause that yeah. beta came out like months ago, dude. Like, yeah, you got it with some. I forget what it came out with, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I, um, shit. I was gonna say something about Halo Wars, and I completely forgot. So fucking scrap that. You uh, do you have a most anticipated album? I, I this wasn't on my list, but I was just thinking about it. Do you got any albums coming out? Uh, yeah, mine's gonna be kind of peculiar. Um, and it's a. It's an anticipation that I don't know what I'm going to get type anticipation. So I want to see if they can uh, reward me for this. But um, I have liked thus far um, the things I've heard from the new AFI album. Um, And I haven't liked an AFI. I I haven't heard. I haven't liked what I've heard from AFI since like 2001. Um, Right, so real so, talk, I'm I'm on I'm genuinely taking applications for co-hosts. So if you'd like to apply, that's the poll network at gmail.com. Uh holler at your boy. Uh no AFI fans welcome. Sorry. Continue. You, you didn't review. like if you didn't like AFI to begin with, then you're kind of <laughs> that's kind of an irrelevant no, I, thing I, to say. I, I liked them like what was that what I liked like the first and second album. I can't remember the names of them, but that was a while back. The Art of Drowning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But their new stuff is tight, though? It sounds like Sing the Sorrow. It's not like... Oh, okay. Hey, if it sounds like Sing the Sorrow, I take that back. We're just going to be um, a podcast about AFI because that album is tight, dude. Well, uh, it's, like it's got it. two, two of the songs sound closer to Sing the Sorrow. It's like how Blink-182, like... Um, has you know it's Blink One Eighty Two when you hear it, um, right, right. But they sound closer to their like end of their Tom DeLonge era with like their self titled. That's kind of what this AFI sounds like. It's like they're going back to that era more, um, but then they are experimenting with other things as well. So there's three songs that have dropped right now. Two of them are very sing sing the sorrow esque, and then one of them is like, uh, I could live without this song. So like I said, like. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the album just to see if they can make up for the last 15 years. Um, and I don't have high hopes that they will, but I'm anticipating finding out. So, okay, cool. Cool. I'm, I'm with it. I can, I can check it out. Um, my probably most anticipated. Um, and as I mentioned in the last episode, last year was the year of hip hop for me. So naturally the most anticipated album this year is a hip hop album. I'm really looking forward to, um, 
the next album by Logic. Uh, so he's he's putting out <clears throat> uh, his next at some point this year. He hasn't really said, but he's he's alluded to the fact that it'll be out this year, and it apparently it's gonna tie into it's another concept album from him, and it's or from what I understand at least, it could be wrong in this. Don't quote me, but it's another concept album that's gonna tie into um, the incredible true story. We kind of told this story about, um, you know, this futuristic state where they're uh, on a spaceship and then they find this this uh, planet that finally has, like, life on it and what whatnot. So, um, he's he's so dope, dude. Like, he's just such a sick rapper. Um, so, I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to it. He, I, I love his music. I love his flow. I love his beats. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about... I, oh, I, sorry, hold on. I'm going to add a... a also, I knew that they were starting to work on new stuff, but I don't know if it's coming out in 2017. Um, but something that I would be confident in being good that I'm looking forward to would be the new Comeback Kid. Okay, yeah, I can get with you on that. Hell yeah, they're they're they will forever be like just one of those bands that you know. Although I don't love every album, and in fact, they they put out like that one album that I'm not really even that crazy about, like. I'll support them no matter what. Just because what they meant to me, like, when I was younger, like, growing up, first getting into hardcore, like, they're just, they kill it. They kill it, man. Um, yeah. And they just, they've been around for so long, man. You got to respect that. You, they they pay their dues. So, it's just oh, one of those sure. scenes that you, you, you got to respect that. Um, the, what about um, biggest flop of 2017? What do you think is going to do the worst? That can be, like, television, movie, game. It don't matter. What do you think is going to be bad? Oh, uh, man. What's going to fucking suck? <laughs> um, no Suicide Squad to lean on here. I know. That kind of stinks. That would have been an easy choice. <laughs> um, man, if David Ayer ever listens to our podcast, he's going to be like, not working with those assholes. Um, hey, holler at me, David Ayer. See me in the streets. See, what's going to what's gonna blow? And I'm sure I've seen some things and been like, oh, that's not going to be good. Um, shit. I just thought of something and I lost it. What's yours real quick? Give me something to work with here. <clears throat> um, although I think they're probably sadly going to make money off this because that's the society that we live in and the country we live in. Um, I think uh, the Emoji Movie by far is going to be the worst thing that comes out this <laughs> oh, year. Oh, damn. He was di- he's digging into the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Shit. Um, I was going to try and come up with something a little less like – Obvious. ridiculous than that <laughs> that's that's just that's just bad news right there there's some and bad I, ones like i've scrolled through 2017 movies i already mentioned the aforementioned uh pitch perfect three um there's a new smurfs movie coming out apparently um triple yeah, x of course is gonna be terrible but that'll make its money because hell yeah vin diesel brother um <laughs> what's gonna be bad uh, oh man, low key John. I forgot John Wick Two is coming out. That movie's gonna be sick. We talked about it before already, but that movie looks tight. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you hadn't seen the first one yet. Um, Definitely not. Damn, there's a lot of stuff as I scroll through these movies that I'm like, fuck, I forgot that was coming out. Like Kong Skull Island. That's gonna be sick as fuck. Yep. Um, let's see. You know, I might. Oh, here we go. Uh, we're getting into the weird shit now. Um, <laughs> you got to look at those odd months that like yeah. are normal release months. You know, I'll go, I'll go with, uh, the emoji movie just cause I know there's not, a, there's like things I've seen that are coming to TV. I've been like, Hey, TV's getting a little bit is starting to get even better than it had been getting. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you've got some weird, some weird little stinkers coming out that don't look like they're worth the time. Um, oh, I think, I think like, so I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hate the Emoji Movie. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I already do hate it. Um, but I think in terms of like making money, probably this is by far gonna be up there as far as one of the biggest waste of money a production company ever put out. King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Have you, have you heard about this movie? Dude, I know it's, it's like it's the Charlie Hunnam movie, right? All right, yeah, and it's like with fuck and it's guy, like, guy, uh, shit, guy, guy Richie. We already it. talked about that. We we touched uh, on him a little bit. Fuck <laughs> it, and it's supposed to be like, I think it's like modern day, or or it's not necessarily as far back or something. It, I, yeah. it, it looks terrible. Come on. Yeah, they need to. Like, do we, like, here's the thing that I look at when I look at movies. The first question that comes to mind is, do we need this? Like, yeah, honestly. That's a, yeah, that's a fucking good <laughs> But this is also start. coming from the guy that said he's going to go see the Captain Underpants movie, so. No, that's all don't. right, dude. That's acceptable. <laughs> There's nostalgia involved there. Yeah, I mean, at least they got something. Like, who's, who in their right mind is nostalgic about King Arthur? I don't, like, no one. But yeah, it's a movie we don't need. It kind of okay. like if they go to do a third Sherlock Holmes, I'm going to be like, yeah, we didn't need that either. Right, right. And then um, the last one I got is um, the cross medium adaptation. So something that's going to, you know, become something else that we hadn't seen it as before. Oh, um, interesting. Um yeah, because we we live in it. We it's twenty seventeen, so now you know everything's got to be this. It was a good book. Now it's got to be a movie. It was a good comic. Now it's got to be a TV show. Whatever, dude. Like, what do you think's gonna um, be good? I got two actually, but I. Hmm. What are yours? Do yours again first. So mine, hands down, number one is gonna be King Killer Chronicles because. Um, to touch on what we had talked about in the last or, or a few episodes back, not only is it going to be, a, I think it's a trilogy of movies, but they're actually going to put in, put out a season of television in between those to t- fill in the gap. Oh, uh, I know. You got to You got to do that for books that are over a thousand pages. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. And then my second one um, is this Friday the Thirteenth video game. Now we've seen that Friday the Thirteenth before, but like this game looks dope, dude. Like looks it looks tight, so yeah. fun. So I can agree. I can get on board that sentiment. Yeah. Um, mine will be Dark Tower. Um, we've talked about the Dark Tower before in the past, so I don't need to divulge <laughs> very much. But it's going to be the Dark it. Tower for sure. Yeah, yeah, that looks that looks sick. So, um, yeah. So that's it. That's all we got for our topic this week on the pull. Um, you got anything else, John? You want to add anything at all? Plugs uh, or shout outs? Shout outs. Uh, no, no big shout outs right now. No. So, uh, one thing I want to add, and I mentioned this earlier, we, I always forget to do stuff on this podcast. Um, so I need to get better about, you know, like bringing shit up when I want to bring it up. But, you know, last year ended and we, I didn't, I didn't get to say thank you to everybody. I didn't thank everybody that's listened, that's liked anything on our page, that's wrote us, that's, you know, show some love. It's hit the subscribe button. You know, without without that, we don't we don't do this. I mean, maybe we do, but we just it's just for me and John. Then that's not as fun. <laughs> so I mean. you know, just thanks everyone in 2016 that that helped support. You know, Andrew, yeah, Jacob, you, you know, everybody, you know, everybody it, out there. So shout out to everybody. Yeah, everybody, even Jacob, except for Jacob. Yeah, except for Jacob because he thinks he can t- step to me in some Halo. 
He yeah, challenged you with the battle rifle, dog. Yeah, I remember we did that BR. Um, so, yeah, that's it. And then, of course, last-minute plugs. Um, you know, find us at uh, at The Pull Network. Across all social media, thepullnetwork at gmail.com. If you want to write us a letter, we'll read it online. And, uh, you know, one last time, audibletrial.com, The Pull Network. Get you a free month. Listen to a book. Get educated oh, in your get life. Get educated. You know what I'm saying? Get something. There we go. All right. All right. We kept this, es- uh, this episode an hour just for you, Andrew. Boom, so just for you. Shout out again. So, as always, my friends, my famous last words, peace. Peace. This has been a Pool Network production. For your latest dose of movies, television, and whatever the fuck, tune in each Wednesday. And since we know you just can't get enough, don't forget to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for information on new shows and events.